The 14th century English mystic Julian of Norwich has been talked about by people in many different ways, but first and foremost, she's the author of an extraordinary text, The Revelations, which is the earliest known text authored by a woman in English. Personally, she has been a friend and companion in my Christian life for over 30 years. I'm the Reverend David Simmons, Episcopal priest and oblate in the Order of Julian of Norwich. Thank you for joining me as we read and pray through the works of this extraordinary woman of faith and explore what she has to teach us about God's love. Well, good morning, and welcome to Love Was His Meaning, Chapter 9, as we read and pray through the writings of Julian of Norwich. Let's begin with our office this morning. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Let's say together Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. He shall say to the Lord, you are my refuge and my stronghold, my God in whom I put my trust. He shall deliver you from the snare of the hunter and from the deadly pestilence. He shall cover you with his pinions, and you shall find refuge under his wings. His faithfulness shall be a shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of any terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, of the plague that stalks in the darkness, nor of the sickness that lays waste at midday. A thousand shall fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Your eyes have only to behold, to see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your refuge, and the Most High your habitation, there shall no evil happen to you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone." You shall tread upon the lion and the adder. You shall trample the young lion and the serpent under your feet. Because he is bound to me in love, therefore will I deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I am with him in trouble. I will rescue him and bring him to honor. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. As we prepare ourselves for a reading from the Revelations of Divine Love, let's say together a prayer of Julian. God of your goodness, give me yourself, for you are enough to me, and I can ask nothing that is less that can be full honor to you. And if I ask anything that is less, I shall always be in want, for only in you have I all. Amen. Well, beloved, we're ready for chapter 9 in the Revelations of Divine Love. Uh, chapter 8 uh, was, was largely kind of uh, a recapitulation of, of what we had seen so far in this first showing of, of uh, Christ's face and, and his head uh, and the bleeding on the crown of thorns. Uh, and this is uh, the last chapter before we get into the second revelation. Or the second showing, I should say. I am not good because of this showing, but only if I love God better. And in so much as you love God better, it is more to you than to me. 
I do not say this to those who are wise, for they know it well, but I say it to you who are simple, for your benefit and comfort, for we are all one in love. Truly it was not shown to me that God loved me better than the least soul that is in grace, for I am certain that there are many who have never had showing nor vision, except from the common teaching of Holy Church, who love God better than I. If I look individually at myself, I am just nothing. But in general terms, I am, I hope, in unity of love with all my fellow Christians. On this unity is based all the lives of all mankind that shall be saved. For God is all that is good, as I see it, and God has created all that is created, and God loves all that he has created, and he who broadly loves all his fellow Christians because of God, he loves all that is. For in mankind that shall be saved is contained all, that is to say, all that is created and the creator of all, because in man is God, and in God is all, and he who loves thus loves all. And I hope by the grace of God that he who sees it in this way shall be truly taught and mildly comforted if he needs comfort. I speak of those who shall be saved, because at this time God showed me no other. But in everything I believe as Holy Church believes, preaches, and teaches, for the faith of the Holy Church which I had beforehand believed and, as I hope by the grace of God, willingly observe in use and custom, remained constantly in my sight, wishing and intending never to accept anything that could be contrary to it. And with this intent I watched the showing with all my diligence, because in this whole blessed showing I saw it as one with that faith in God's intention. All this was shown in three parts, that is to say, by bodily sight, and by word formed in my understanding, and by spiritual insight. However, the spiritual insight, I do not know how, nor am I able to show it as openly or as fully as I wish, but I trust in our Lord God Almighty that he shall, of his goodness and because of your love, cause you to receive it more spiritually and more sweetly than I know how or am able to tell it. So, beloved, here in chapter 9, we have a, a, a few points uh, to bring up. Um, one th uh, constant refrain that she has is this idea of uh, she's not necessarily good because she's receiving the showing. Uh, that's a really important point, especially in uh, 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 mysticism at the time, is this constant idea that revelation has nothing to do with the spiritual state of the person who receives the showing, uh, has nothing to do uh, with their goodness or, or um, anything like that. It's a gift from God. It's an unmerited gift from God. Uh, that's given. So she's not good because of the showing, but only she's only good if she loves God better because of it. And she writes again, she's saying this to you who are simple, and she's including ourselves in that. She's also including herself in that. She's not actually being insulting here and saying that, that we, that we're simple people and she's not. She's saying, no, we're, we are the simple people. Um, we're not the wise. And I suspect in this case, she's talking about advanced practitioners of, of prayer, uh, you know, who spent hours and hours in, in prayer every day, um, which would have been the, the professionals of the time, uh, monks and nuns who were engaged in, in really intense prayer. This is, once again, uh, intended for people who live out in the world, not necessarily from, for monastics. It's different than most revelations for that reason. She says, I, if I look at myself individually, I'm nothing. But in general, I am in hope of unity of love with all my fellow Christians. So in my, by myself, I'm nothing. But in unity of love with all the fellow Christians, I am something. And it's that unity of God with humanity and humanity with God that 
that creates that unity of love. Uh, God has created all that. We get back to this thing. God created it. God loves it. He doesn't say, she doesn't say God keeps it here, which is her third point, but that God has created all and God loves all and that humanity and God are linked in a in a in an ineffable and unbreakable way. That's that's something that in some ways she's she's putting forward that's a little different than the way people thought about um, uh, the relationship between God and humanity in the, in the medieval period. You know that God and humanity are linked. Uh, the 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 amount of our sin, the the things that we've done, uh, the state of our life doesn't necessarily separate us from God. Uh, the and she says and God in God is all and He loves thus loves all so God anybody who experiences God loves God's love loves all um, although and and God is God because God loves all she says a little bit later on I speak of those who shall be saved because at this time God showed me no other there is an inherent tension in Julian's writing about this idea of. Um, and we we get that further on this chapter too. Of this, uh, there's a tension between what she's seeing and what she's been taught uh, by the the church as it's currently teaching uh, at the time in in her um, in her life. And that tension is that she gets this revelation that God will make everything well at the end. Uh, and to her, that seems to mean that all are are somehow redeemed in some sort of way. But yet she knows that the teaching of churches that some people are are redeemed and some people are not, and she never resolves that. You know, she she basically says, "I believe in the church's teaching. I also believe in what I saw as a showing, and I cannot resolve it. It's something that God has to resolve at the end of time. That this this we haven't really gotten to this deed that that God will do to make all things well, but but that that is something that God will do, and I can't resolve the two. Um, but so she talks about um, she doesn't have any visions. You know, it's not uncommon at this time for people to have mystic visions of hell, horrible visions of, of punishment and, and, and what's happening to people that she doesn't have those. She only sees those that are saved is the way that she puts it. Um, so this in many ways is such a positive um, showing because it, it's really all about God's love and God's grace. And she just leaves unresolved that tension about God's justice and, and, and um, eternal judgment and, and all those other things that are part of Christian tradition. And then she spends a lot of time talking about it. Um, the whole blessed showing, I saw it as one with the faith in God's intention. So God's intention in showing her this is not to pull her away from the faith as the church teaches it. If there are conflicts, which there are in her mind, she says, that's not God's fault, that's my fault. That's the fact that I just can't see it, and I trust that God will reveal to that, that to me in full time. So this is all shown to her in three parts, and she talks about these three kinds of insight that she has. The first is bodily sight, which is the, the vision that she has that she sees with her eyes, or, or appears to be from her eyes. And then words that are given her and formed in her understanding, and, and uh, that are words that she hears in her understanding. And then by spiritual insight, and this really is, most people talk about this uh, when they're commenting on this, about a kind of intuition. This is a spiritual insight, and it's something that, this is the part that really develops between the short text and the long text, is the spiritual insight. Um, and she talks about how she's not able to show it as openly or fully as I wish, but I trust in our Lord God because of your love, and she's talking to the reader, they can cause you, us, to receive it more spiritually and more sweetly than I know how 
or am able to tell it. So that's important. What she's saying here is these revelations are not just her revelations. They are not given just so that she can have spiritual insight and write a book. They are given so that she can write them down and we can read them and we can receive spiritual insight out of it that she might not. You know, the spiritual insight is is the work of the Holy Spirit in the intuition. So um, it's not something that's necessarily going to be even the same way that she looks at it. Uh, and this is one of those interesting things. If you read different commentators on Julian, you'll get all sorts of diff- different ideas and insights about what they believe Julian is speaking to specifically and how that intersects with the life of the reader. And that's really important. Uh, it's really important that we remember that when we're reading this, when we're listening to this, when we're praying together, that we are as much hearers of this and receivers of these visions as Julian was. That's God's intention, according to Julian. Um, and so that's we are part of that community that continues to interpret it um, this many years later, many centuries later. Let's continue with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I ask your prayers for all those on our parish prayer list. I bid your prayers and intercessions at this time. Let's pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thine your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. Most holy Lord, the ground of our beseeching, who through your servant St. Julian revealed the wonder of your love, Grant that as we are created in your nature and restored by your grace, our wills may be so made one with yours that we may come to see you face to face and gaze on you forever through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, thank you all for uh, joining me today for Love Was His Meaning. Uh, We will be back uh, next week with yet another couple of episodes. Uh, take care of yourselves on um, this time where uh, when this is being recorded the omicron vi- variant is moving uh, very quickly please do everything that's being asked of you in order to keep not just yourself but the people around you safe um, and until i talk to you again uh, take care of yourselves and god bless Thank you for joining me for Love Was His Meaning today. This podcast is generally available twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The text of Julian's Revelations used in this podcast is The Complete Julian by Father John Julian Swanson OJN and is used by permission of the Order of Julian of Norwich. 
The theme music is Julian of Norwich by Bombadil and is used under license.